Everyone retweet the shirt. Let's go. Retweet it. Retweet it. Retweet it. What's going on, everyone? There it is. We got one good thing out of tonight, at least. That was the best thing of the night. The latest and greatest from D-Line Co. Make sure to pick that up. Available now on the DNVR locker. But welcome into the Losers Lounge. The Nuggets in an absolute barn burner. They fall to the LA Lakers tonight, 146-139 in overtime in a meaningless game 82. We're going to talk all about it. We are presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Make sure to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code DNVR when you sign up. We'll talk about the game. We'll maybe talk about who's in and who's out of the playoff rotation. We've also got a first-round series that we have a full week to talk about, but we'll get some thoughts out on it tonight. Let me introduce my cast, though. To my left, it's Brendan Vote. A little bummed. It looked like we were headed to double OT there for a second. I wanted it. I know D-Line wanted it. Uh, but no double OT tonight, fellas. Just single OT. We'll have to settle. Uh, also joined by D-Line Co. You know him as Eric. Yeah, guys. That was... Uh... Uh, go to Dev. <laughs> also joined by superstar Dev Johnson. Hey, uh, really, um, basketball game, not so fun. That shirt, dope, dope. Oh, yeah. Like, I really sure. can't wait to get it. I just, like, now realize that they have the red headband on. Like, what a. It's got the red a, headband. Yeah, what do we want to start with that? Do you, do you want to just yeah, break down the shirt? Up. Bring it back up. Yeah, let's, let's, let's open with this. So, we just uh, released this here, available so, on the DNVR locker, like I said. 2,000 points, 1,000 rebounds, 500 assists. Uh, got the 15 in there. MVP times two. A harbinger of things to come. Mm-hmm. Basketball god, big honey. What else do you want, Pete? What, what else do you people refer? And the red headband. The red headband. I don't know if you guys talked about this on the winners' lounge a couple nights ago. I bet you did. The fact that it was a red headband just made it so perfect. Oh. Like whole- if it was a white headband or a blue headband, it might not have been quite the same. But the fact that it was a red headband. It's true, and it, it, it matches red tights. Like yeah. it's just like such a weird, uh, you like everything about what Jokic looked like that night was just so weird. But like mm-hmm. the greatest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, all the same, I cannot believe the Nuggets just dropped that game. What did we just watch? <laughs> I can't believe either. But what we want you guys to do, of course, go to the DNVR locker if you want to pick up that shirt, get it for the playoffs. Um, we also tweeted it out, so if you want to retweet that also, get it popping. That'd be awesome, too. We got to talk about this game, though, before we get to other uh, <laughs> extracurriculars. We have to. Um, should I go for the 60-second breakdown? Should I dare? It's actually called a quick recap. <laughs> the 60-second quick recap breakdown? Yeah. Okay. Let's <laughs> break so, it down for us. Can you one. make it like a 20-second breakdown? <laughs> I've got a couple of notes here. I've got some notes, I do have to say. Um, from the start, this was a very sloppy game. Uh, this looked and felt and very much seemed like a meaningless game 82 from the opening tip. The one guy who really jumped off the screen to me in the first half was Faka Campasso, who it took nine seconds to make somebody with a bounce pass. It took him nine seconds to go between Literally. somebody's legs. Yeah. And then it also took him less than a half to get ejected on a <laughs> pretty Bush League flagrant yeah, too. That was, that was not cool. Where Faka. he pushed Wayne Ellington under the basket. <laughs> Poor look from Faku yeah, there. for sure. Uh, a hell of a swan song if that's it for him in a Nuggets jersey. DeMarcus Cousins, I thought, was pretty good tonight. He got it going in that third quarter, uh, but picked up his fifth foul with seven minutes and 32 seconds left. But he had 15.7 rebounds, four assists, two blocks, one steal at the time. In just 19 minutes, Davon Reed got going, I thought, in the second half. A couple threes, some nice pull-up jumpers. He's, he's not playoff eligible. A quick reminder there. And then down the stretch, guys, um, Bryn Forbes made a bunch of shots tonight. He had five threes in total. And also Marcus Howard tried to take over down the stretch. He finished with 25 points, 8 of 17 from the field, 2 of 8 from 3. It went into overtime. The first couple minutes of overtime, there was, like, no scoring. Uh, Eventually, (laughs) the Lakers pulled ahead, and thank God they finished off the Nuggets in just one OT. I don't know what we would have done. If it went to double overtime, we so. would have quit. Each of us would have quit. There would have been no breakdown, quick or otherwise, because we would have quit. Yes, maybe. Speak <laughs> yourself. Uh, but yeah, that was the game tonight. One forty-six, one forty-one. The Nuggets fall. They've got game one against the Warriors set for next Saturday 
8.30 p.m. Eastern on ABC. We'll get to that, like I said. But um, we'll go to you, Vogt. Got a big takeaway from this one. <laughs> Frank Vogel just got fired. <laughs> Jeez, man. Uh, I mean, they're not supposed to announce the decision till him tomorrow, but that didn't stop Woj from just saying it. 30 seconds after an overtime win to wrap up the season. <laughs> Congratulations, NBA champion Frank Vogel. <laughs> You can't get you don't have to go home, but you got to get the F up out of there. Yeah, I just got to say to f send that tweet out while he's still literally on the court shaking hands. He's on the court dapping people up. That's real poor form. Like that's a Bush League move from the Lakers to do that, man. Like that is shitty. Like, a, I, I know Frank Vogel was going to get fired, but to do well, it then like that is that's really well, poor, to be man. Fair, to be fair to them, it's not happening until Monday. That's the tweet out. He's like, gonna get informed by <laughs> he Monday. He doesn't know about it. Only yeah. we know about it. <laughs> and when we say we, the whole world now knows. <laughs> Everyone he's but Frank fired. Vogel apparently. And he's just gonna like what? Hold yeah, I, he's I gonna. Even, I thought we were talking about something else here. <laughs> what? We just won. He's gonna wait till tomorrow, bro. <laughs> Yeah, that is that is shitty. Dev, do you have a big takeaway from this one? Yeah, my biggest takeaway is like uh, much more of the same for you know this Nuggets squad, especially that second unit. Um, they just can't find a way to get stops, and that's like a, a big thing right now. Um, especially with that that group. Um, you already have Jokic, you know, as the, the starter, and he's in the starting group, and you just need to just buy time. You need to find ways to try to come up with stops and. It wasn't like the Lakers had their starters out there. It's another second unit that they're going against, and they put up massive numbers. Um, Denver continues to score with that second unit, but there's just no stops happening, and there's not a guy that wants to step up on that end of the floor and try to be that guy. And I think that that's just where these type of um, performances come is if you're not getting stops, you're, you're damn sure not going to outscore these other teams, and we've been seeing that time and time again. I don't know if I'm listening to Dev or Michael Malone right now. <laughs> I know. Well, wait, let's see if Dev takes a rage timeout yeah. last Way to three drop seconds hammer, of this Dev. show. Yeah. <laughs> well, what was your big takeaway, D-Line? Uh, wow. From the uh, portion of the game you watched. Uh, ooh, that makes it difficult. Um, I mean, listen. Like... <laughs> Austin Reeves was the biggest tryhard I've ever seen. 31.16 like, rebounds, 10 assists for Austin Reeves. Honestly, to like play that hard at that point is not even admirable. It's embarrassing. Like no, that no. Guy, <laughs> I, I'm serious. Like I'm so deeply unimpressed by that effort Like for what that game was and what it meant. Like No one else was trying anymore. Whatever. I hate what I just watched. <laughs> Malik Monk, 41 points for the Lakers. He had a huge night. Um, running down the box score for the Nuggets. Like I said, Marcus Howard really tried to take over down huh? the stretch. 25 points for him. Only two of eight from three, but he made eight baskets tonight. Bryn Forbes got going early. 24 points. He finished with uh, five of 11 from three. DeMarcus Cousins at 17. Bones Highland didn't shoot it well. Uh, just six of 15 from the field, two and nine from three. He had 17 points. 16 for Jeff Green, Davon Reed uh, with 14 as well. I mean, I, I think where I want to go to first is, like, did anybody from tonight up their stock in your mind? Because we're thinking about the playoff rotation. We're thinking about game one of the playoffs against the Warriors, which is on Saturday, next weekend. Bryn Forbes, he's, you know, maybe on the outside of the playoff rotation looking in. He shot the ball well tonight. He had a fairly good night. Um, Bones Highland, you know, we think he's in the rotation, but... Is still going to be on maybe a shorter leash than some veterans. DeMarcus Cousins, he'll be in the rotation. He thought had a pretty good night tonight. Vote, do you think anybody, you can even go to a Zeke Naji or, you know, uh, a J Mike, did anybody kind of up their stock in your mind heading into the postseason? I mean, you say Bryn Forbes, he's in the pole position in terms of guys who could maybe jump into the rotation. In my mind, I. Let's say Denver goes to a nine-man rotation in the postseason. I see Bryn right now as that 10th guy, mm -hmm. so just missing out. And then tonight he leads all scorers with 24, 5 of 11 from deep. Didn't do a, a whole lot else. Isn't going to defend much, but you know the story with Bryn. Can he come in and knock down some shots? If you're asking yourself that question, it's a little easier to say yes after seeing him do it again tonight. So I think he was the guy who had the most to gain, and ultimately went out and at least shot well, which typically equates to playing well for him. Yeah. Dev, do you think we're going to see Bryn Forbes play in the playoffs? I think that there will be an opportunity, especially because, you know, I think uh, the Warriors are going to make it 
so that you have to kick it out to a guy that can dot down an open shot. They're going to double team. Um, you know, Jokic had a lot of times. They're going to force someone else to beat them, and he is, you know, the Nuggets guy that can space the floor and open things up. So I do think that we'll see him. Um, if I had to go with a guy that I feel like um, – up to his like stop just a little bit i'm gonna go with jeff green mm. um this is a guy that's 35 years old um that saw that zeke naji and Vlatko was coming back into this game and he could have looked at this and said it's the last game of the regular season the starters are not playing why am i playing he could have moped he could have just said i'm taking the night if off." if i was jeff it. green that's what i would have exactly said and he didn't and he played hard in this game seven of eight from the field um you know scores the basketball he's still doing all of the things that the Nuggets want him to do, and they also need to get him into some type of rhythm. Um, I just don't know what to expect for him in a playoff type of series, but just that veteran leadership and, and him having to play on game 82 in a game that they really did not need, that just showed me like that he is willing to do whatever it is for this team. So that was the guy for me. Yeah, he went 7 of 8 from the field. That turnaround jumper from the baseline was working. He wetted a couple of those. Um, oh, that he, that reverse dunk! Oh my God, that was the highlight of the oh, game. Oh, like, in that seriously. first quarter, yep. That yeah. was insane. I just I don't know how he's still doing things like that. First off, there's not many guys in the league that can do that in game right. um, type of dunk, and he just does it so effortlessly, and he doesn't even like get hyped about those type of moments. He just like just goes with it and just keeps it pushing. So he's he's just. He just he drinks from the fountain of youth sometimes. <laughs> I'm so ready for when the playoffs happen and Jeff Green has just a monster dunk. Everybody that hasn't watched Jeff Green dunk all season to be like, did you know this guy's 35 years old? God. He's dunking like this at 35? Yeah, they, We're going to get a lot of that. Nonstop. And here's the thing, guys. Jeff Green, this he guy's just, 35 you know, years old. He's always on a winning team. Just, you know, that veteran <laughs> that you can just plug and play. Just a guy you want on your team in the playoffs. Now remember, forget, he's 35. He played with Kevin Durant on the Sonics. He was on the Sonics. <laughs> By the way, Jeff Green, two rebounds tonight. Woo! In only 24 minutes, that's kind of a big night for that's him. That's almost like four rebounds, which is basically like 10. <laughs> yeah. He had 20 rebounds. Um, I got to give a shout out to Vlako Chanchar. Yeah, absolutely. If you look at his box score tonight, two points, only shot the ball two times. He was one of two, but eight rebounds and four assists, yep. only one turnover. It was only his first game back. He looked a little rusty, a little out of place at times, but he's just solid. He, he looked to me tonight pretty similar to the guy he was right before he got hurt when we were thinking, you can just plug him in. You know, plug him in for 10 right. minutes off the bench and you're probably going to be fine. We've always thought of him as a low mistake player. And tonight, there may be things he can't do, especially coming back from an injury, ways he's limited physically just as an athlete or lack thereof. But rarely is is Vlaco going to make the wrong choice, be in the wrong place, yeah. look flustered, overwhelmed by the moment. Solid can feel like a slight, like the compliment you give when you, for lack of any better ones. But that really is, I think, the most apt way to describe him. He's a solid guy. And tonight was another reminder that, okay, in an absolute pinch, you need to throw a third or fourth stringer out there. Vlaco's not going to throw the game away. Mm -hmm. No, definitely not. And another kind of tell from Malone tonight, I thought, Bones Highland and Austin Rivers started tonight. They didn't close tonight. Yeah. 24 and 23 minutes for those guys, respectively. I mean, what that tells me is they are firmly in the playoff rotation definitely ahead of Brent Forbes who played a ton tonight 36 minutes like the most on the Nuggets um, but Bones and and Austin Rivers firmly in that rotation so we'll see how many minutes they play uh game one against the Warriors on Saturday how do we feel about our, our confidence level in DeMarcus Cousins because he looked good at times tonight yeah. at other times he seemed like he was just throwing the ball out of bounds on purpose <laughs> yep but he also picked up five fouls in, I think it was 19 minutes is what he subbed out with in the third quarter there when he picked up that fifth. D-line, if, if DeMarcus Cousins is on the floor for the Nuggets in a playoff game, what what's your confidence rating in that one through ten? Well, uh, uh, I mean, I've got eight. Yeah, and he's a good player, man. He's like he's able to do a lot of things. He's just a big lumbering oaf, and sometimes it's like beneficial, and sometimes it like is not beneficial if <laughs> he picks up five fouls. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, you know, do I feel confident that he'll be able to spell Nikola Jokic for 10 minutes a game 
in the playoffs, yes. I mean, yeah. I really have no no concern about what you're going to get from Boogie. You know, relying on Boogie. If he was like your number one option, like I would be terrified going into the playoffs. Like he's a guy that you can absolutely target and like get into bad head spaces and like. It's not hard. You no, know, it's it's <laughs> it, in fact it's. It, that's the default. It's frightening, frighteningly it's easy. It's frighteningly easy. So, um, but I mean, that's not what is going to be required of him. He's going to, you know, go in and I, you know, we're, we're actually pretty lucky to have him. Uh, all the, you know, I, I imagine he'll be able to do a little work against uh, against the Warriors, especially since you know that's not a team that has a lot of bigs. Yeah. Where are you at with Boogie Dove? I think D Line already talked about it and, and said the the key point or the biggest point is. He's only going to be spelling Jokic for about 10 minutes, you know, 11 minutes. And I do feel confident <laughs> that he can do that. He, He's going to, um, you know, try to get a couple of fouls. He's going to bait guys into, you know, charges and, and things like that. And also, like, he's a guy that just – he's going to compete every single, like, time that he's on the floor. And, you you know, that's what you want from him, especially against a Golden State Warriors team that really is lacking that, that mm-hmm. big man in their starting unit. So – let alone their second unit where he really can right. try to take over um, and, and be that guy that, that is aggressive and trying to score in different ways. So I do think that uh, this is the type of moments that Boogie was brought over for, and, and now we get to finally see him be able to, to step in. Yeah. Great point from Dev. I mean, does anyone – James Wiseman is out, remember. So who is the backup big for Golden State right now? I mean, they usually go mm-hmm. small with that second that unit. Second it's unit, like right. Toscano Anderson right. or Kaminga. And that might – like, listen, Denver's second unit struggles to get stops if they're not scoring on the other end. They could get led up by that small ball approach. But I will say the one thing you feel confident about Boogie doing, you hold your breath for the foul trouble. You hold your breath for the technicals. And with good reason. He's going to do it at some point. But can you? does he come in against a smaller five and dominate on the glass and get a couple buckets down low? He showed since they'd acquired him he can and has done that. Yep. And I think he can in the first round. The problem with Boogie is is that other stuff. But when he's on, he's still a very good player, and he's been a very good Denver Nugget. Yeah, well, he's going to rebound. Like, that's for sure. If there's one thing he's going to do, it's probably rebound. Nine rebounds tonight in 24 minutes, and I'm with you. I expect him to rebound against the Golden State second unit. And I, I was, I'm sneakily wondering if DeMarcus Cousins' three-point shot is a low-key key to the series. <laughs> If he's knocking down that pick and pop three because he doesn't roll, it probably would be smart to roll against the Warriors because they're so small in there and you can pick up a couple offensive rebounds if he, even if you miss that first attempt. But he likes to take threes. He's hit his threes as of late. If he's hitting threes, that that definitely bodes well for the second unit. Um, Zeke tonight was another guy we were watching. His first game back in a while since March. He goes 1-9 from three. 0-4 from three-point range. They were all pretty good looks. I mean, vote. I feel like this just kind of cemented that we're probably not going to see him in the regular playoff rotation. Yeah, I mean, that injury was just such a, a backbreaker for him and just really took all the wind out of his sails. He was headed for the rotation. He was playing so well, drawing praise from not just the likes of us, but Michael Malone, almost every post game. He was going to play, and right now, I would say it's a safe bet that he won't. It's just so hard to work yourself back into that rhythm, as Eric pointed out astutely in the pregame. Zeke Naji, good young player, not quite Paul George. Yeah. No. Nope. Nope. <laughs> so he's going to have to figure that out. Uh, and it's just such a shame because I hope, you know, however much time we choose to reflect on this season when it's all done, I hope we remember that Naji actually was having a good one there. A for very a good bit. one. Yep. I was a bit shocked that he came straight into the game and put up 26 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, like I feel like there wasn't a lot of conversation about like where he was in the injury and and trying to get himself back into shape just because so much attention has been on Jamal Murray, so much attention has been on MPJ. So for him to just come straight in and play 26 minutes like just shows like that he he's not as far as I thought he was. I thought he was just gonna play like just like some small minutes. Sure. Yeah, but me too. then also it just goes to show that like. If you take any time off in this league, like it's going to be hard to get back in the rhythm and get back into playing the right way. Like Zeke really was a part of this rotation and playing extremely well before he did go down. And now that he's not having the same type of rotation and not having the same type of like minutes and just playing the same way, it just looks a lot different. One of nine from the field with some very, very good looks that he would have knocked down 
um, earlier in the season. Right. Um, still did the same defensive rotations and things like that, but it's just still not there because he doesn't have the same type of timing um, that he had once he was like part of it. So I don't think that we're going to see him much, if at all, in, um, in the postseason. Yeah. I don't think Mike Malone thinks he can trust him in the postseason. I, I just think he's going to trust Jermichael Green way more. And it sucks for Zeke. The NBA, a lot of times, it's about luck and opportunity. Yep. And Zeke had some really bad luck with that injury when he had all the opportunity in front of him this year. So, rough spot. Pity. Yeah. Let's hit a break real quick. A lot more to get to. I want to look ahead to the Warriors series because I don't really yeah, want to talk wanna, about this game I don't want to talk about this game for another second. <laughs> you sure? Let's hit a break. God. I've got some Dave on Reed thoughts. Evaca TV. It's provocative. It gets the people going. Evaca TV. They provide altitude sports, which means there's a new way for you to watch your Nuggets and your Avs. Something you want to do. Something you should be able to do. That's the whole point, right? You live in Denver. Well, if you're still having trouble getting them on your TV, you can do it now with Evaca TV. Now has service available in Denver, the Springs, Phoenix, Boise, and Twin Falls, comma, Idaho. How do you get it? You go to evaca.tv slash DNVR. It's only $25 per month plus receiver. No contracts, no hidden fees. And just to reiterate, in case you missed it, they have altitude sports. So check out Evaca TV, our good friends. Check out that deal and uh, let us know if you sign up. Let us know how you like it. We've gotten some good testimonials so far. We've got a lot of good friends here at DNVR, like our good friends at Breckenridge Brewery, who also provide the official beer of DNVR and the seltzers, which we also sell in the bar. If you want to try the Mile High City Copper Lager, that Denver Nuggets themed can, check out the Breck Beer Locator. Google that. Tell it what can you're looking for. Tell it where you live. It'll tell you where to go, where the nearest place is that you can pick it up. Uh, or you could check out their farmhouse if you want to get some stuff delivered to you, including delicious food. They've got food and booze available at the farmhouse. Call 303-803-1380 from 12, to p- from 12 p.m. to 8 p.m. for pickup. And remember, use promo code DNVR to save $5. All right. Welcome back. DNVR Nuggets postgame show. We're presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Make sure you use code DNVR when you sign up and download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Let's put this game in the rearview mirror. Let's put it in the garbage, dude. Let's put it in the garbage. <laughs> Let's flush it, as they yeah. like to say in the business. Get the hell out of here. Let's never think about it again. <laughs> never. We got a playoff series, boys. Let's go. We got to wait a little bit. We have to wait a week. But Saturday night in San Francisco at Chase Center, the Nuggets and the Warriors game one. We made it. We made it through 82 games. Oh, my God. We made it through purgatory maybe we're still Dude, in we made it, it through Who 82 knows? games and five minutes of overtime <laughs> <laughs> was the overtime did that mean we we're technically in the postseason yes yes that was our first overtime of our game first 82 postseason experience oh, was God. rough yeah, yeah that was not postseason i did not see Jokic, so no that yeah. was not postseason it was just neither the regular season nor the postseason i'm gonna go to you dev first on this nuggets warriors that's the matchup three six how are you feeling about this series? What's kind of your first thought that pops into your mind when when you're thinking about Nuggets Warriors next Saturday? I'm not as uh, afraid as uh, I hear so many others are of mm-hmm. this matchup. I feel like this is a matchup that I think that both teams actually wanted because they're, you know, they're both not at 100%, so they're just like, "Hey, this is a good matchup for both teams." Um I really just and I I'm I've been stuck on this. The idea that there's a player in Jokic that they can just go to every single time and he can get it done there's not a counter for that they're going to have to send double and triple teams at him so often and that's just so difficult because he is able to find other guys into just beat you in so many other ways um, than any other player in the NBA is able to do Um, and then on the other end there's just there's question marks there really is um Clay Thompson has been playing extremely well, but like I don't know how that looks in, in a, like a real game setting. He's been going for 30 points every single game, but it's the end of the season and teams have not wanted to play them or beat them yeah. or anything like that. And then Curry, I don't even know what it looks like for him. Is he going to be ready like to start the postseason? I, I don't know anything with him. He hasn't played in so long, it's, it feels like, that there's just so much uncertainty there and they don't have a big man that can slow down Jokic. I just... I like it. I really do. Yeah. I mean, this, the Steph question is is the biggest question, like his status for game one. Um, Steve Kerr said today that, quote, there's a chance he won't be ready for game one. It's going to come down to the wire. I've got to think there's some gamesmanship here, of course. Yeah. You don't want to tip your hand 
too early. But, I mean, if he was definitely ready to go, like, there would be some more confidence in talking about Curry and his availability. So, I mean, if he's not 100%, like, I think this series is, is up for grabs. That's the reason why anyone in Denver, theoretically, if they did, wanted this matchup, right? Golden State is not on a string right now. They got Draymond back from that injury. Supposedly, he feels great, and I hope he does because you don't root for injuries. But the back thing is serious. Uh, maybe that flares up. You never know. Curry's out. You don't know if he's going to be back for game one. He'll play in that series. But will he be back game one? Will he be himself? Clay's still working his way back from, obviously, an extended absence. A lot of talent on that team. A lot of ways they can win games. But they're not on a string the way Dallas and Boston and, and Memphis have been. In fact, it's been somewhat of a tur turbulent close to the season. So you start with Curry's health. The, the, you know, the turbulent point that I just made, there's some reason for optimism. Then how about the fact that they're going to have a hard time guarding Jokic, right? In theory, on paper, most teams do. But they really should. If he can get Looney in foul trouble, they're going to have to do some scrambling. So there's reason to be excited. Yeah. D-line, is, is Yoke going to look like the best player on the face of the earth in this oh, series? Oh, he's going to cook. Yeah. Cook Kevon Looney. Yeah. Like, that's like, Kevon Looney is like a big, stiff, like, kind of like where's an undershirt he doesn't really he, he, there's really nothing that he brings that will give Jokic any kind of real problem if he wants durability is Kevon Looney's biggest trait like the guy yes. has been staying healthy as of late yes and you know that they're gonna probably have times where Draymond is playing the five and the Jokic I mean really this is this is a question of okay if the Warriors are not like if the Warriors go nuts you know the Warriors go nuts. Yeah. It's, it's kind of what it is. But like, they have no answer for Nikola Jokic. They there's really nothing that they can do to to stop him if he really is in his bag and really is going at uh, them the way he's been going at teams go, coming down the stretch here. Like, I mean, I think you can just pencil Jokic in for minimum thirty points a game, right? Yeah, um, and eighteen rebounds minimum. So. The question is like, are any of the rest of the Nuggets going to go along for the ride? Right? Mm -hmm. like, are we going to get any outside? Who's going to run with Jokic? Who's going to run with Jokic? Because Jokic is going to bring it. Jokic is unstoppable. It will be unstoppable in this. But you know, if we start to get rained down from heaven from uh, Jordan Poole and Clay Thompson and Steph Curry, right. I mean, if those guys start hit, start hitting, I mean, that's just we've seen what that looks like. It's just been a really long time since we've seen the Warriors be as dominant as they were, or at least they on paper could be. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, I don't hate it right now. I mean, it, it, Steph coming back kind of makes me hate it, but we'll see. Yeah. The, the chat makes a good point, too. The other side of this, and we have to address it because just talked about all the reasons why you could be hopeful, full of optimism. Like, I'm not picking Denver to win any series right now. The other side of this that's scary is what's been Denver's biggest weakness all season long outside of health, perimeter defense, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the defense from Denver's perspective is terrifying. So from that weakness perspective, like you would rather match up with Dallas than Golden State. I mean, Golden State's saying the same thing. Who's going to guard Steph? Who's going to guard Clay? Who's going to guard Poole, Dev? They yeah. have lots of – really, they answer the, the same um, weaknesses for Denver. Um, you, you, don't, you want someone to slow someone down? Denver's not doing that. They're not stopping guys. And <sighs> the three best players for Golden State are all – the scores, you know, like, or at least, you know, theoretically, as far as um, those three guys give you so many problems. Jordan Poole really gives me the, the most headaches just because of that second unit. He's just going to have like free reign to do whatever it is that he wants to do. And Denver's going to let him do it. So, yeah, I think that it's a better matchup than Dallas. I'm not saying that. I just think that that Denver's going to just win that. Sure, I think sure. that there's on both sides, there's just mismatches all over and you just kind of have to hope that the Warriors aren't going nuclear right yeah. the, the Nuggets defense against the Warriors is is like I said terrifying it's because terrifying. the Nuggets <laughs> haven't stopped anybody they couldn't even stop the JV Lakers tonight like they haven't stopped anybody over the last couple months and in that environment in a playoff environment especially in Chase Center games one and two like if Golden State gets rolling I have no idea how the Nuggets are going to stop them. So yeah. that's my biggest worry for sure. The most fascinating part and intriguing part of this series is it's kind of going to be a battle between Draymond Green and Nikola Jokic in terms of who can outsmart the other one. Because 
Kevon Looney is going to be matched up on Jokic. Draymond's going to be playing this free safety where he's trying to he's trying to guess and determine and pick what Jokic's next move is going to be and where he's going to look to get the ball. All while all while Jokic is trying to read Draymond Green's mind. So I think from that perspective, it's yeah. it's kind of fascinating. Two of maybe the highest IQ guys in the league, maybe one and two in terms of guys who are the smartest basketball players in the league, in my opinion, at least. Like really going mano a mano. Yeah, I my hope is that as far as the Nuggets defense is concerned, their perimeter defense. To, that's all effort stuff. That's all like you know, just moving your feet and like really being engaged and you know just not kind of let it quitting and dying on plays. And so I'm I'm hoping that they have a, they have a week off to sort of like get their legs rested a little bit, and then it's. You know, it's not just like, well, it's a Tuesday. It's like, man, this is a playoff game. Like, mm-hmm. They they weren't as terrible on defense as they were the last stretch for the entire season. We, I mean, they weren't just like a com- complete sieve where we right. were just joking. Post All-Star break, they just, the bottom fell out. Complete, like I've never seen them look worse on defense, perimeter-wise, uh, than this last stretch of games. And I, I just, I think it's, you know, they... I, I don't think that that's going to hold on. I do think we'll see an uptick in their effort and their ability mm-hmm. to, to, to at least be pesky, if not like effective. Um, it is scary, but I, I, I just want to see Jokic. Like, I don't even want him to necessarily be smart and calculating. I just want to be dominant. I just hope he goes in and just like on, the, like just like the last game we watched. Like he just goes in and he just takes it to Kevon Looney every single time. Yeah. He has no ability to stop him, and then he dishes off sparingly if he has to but it's like you know you can't outthink this he doesn't yeah. have to outthink everybody he can actually just he's actually just the most dominant guy i've ever seen he can actually just score every time he wants to so mm-hmm. i'm i'm hoping we say, see that version of Jokic. Mm-hmm. dev who it might be a fun exercise i mean let's say curry's there right let's say it's golden state's preferred starting five who does denver start who guards who in this matchup this is for all of us really but I feel like you have to put Aaron Gordon on Curry like that. You try to, you know, get the head of the snake like right there. And then everywhere else kind of just matches up like straightforward. Um, Barton on Clay. Yeah, you do. You put Barton on Clay. I think that uh, you would put Jeff Green on to Draymond. Draymond beats you with like just like, you know, like just he's a cerebral player. And just su- such a mental like aspect of the game that he could beat you. But he's not like physically dominant. He's not. You know, beating you in these other ways that Jeff Green can't try to combat. Um, and then you have Jokic against Looney, and he gets to just kind of probe the paint. And I think that that's great. So I think matchup-wise, it makes sense. But then you you really are just asking guys to just key in and zone in. And I think both teams will do that because it's the playoffs. You're not looking at multiple matches matchups throughout the week. It's just the one guy that you have to go against. And Aaron Gordon gives you the best chance if he's on Curry. Yeah. I think that's how the Nuggets will end games. I'm not so sure it's how they'll start because I feel like we know Michael Malone and his strategy in the playoffs. I feel like um, he likes to maybe close with like an Aaron Gordon on Curry type matchup. Mm-hmm. Like remember the Blazers series? It was always Austin Rivers starting games on Dame Lillard, right? And then eventually. It got to the point where Aaron Gordon switched on to him in the second half. Maybe that changes in this series because Austin Rivers isn't starting anymore. And you look at your available options and you're like, Monte Morris or Will Barton? Do I want to start the game with one of those guys on Curry? So maybe that switch happens quicker. But um, yeah, I mean, Aaron Gordon, he's... Is their best option. I mean, it's him and Austin Rivers. Austin Rivers actually did have some very good moments defending Steph Curry this season, which which gives you a little bit of hope for that matchup. But other than that, I'm terrified of everybody else starting so do you Steph think Curry. That, uh, do you think that that puts Malone in a position that he has to play Austin Rivers like a lot more? And does that take away? Austin from, Rivers like, will play a lot for does he, sure. Does that take away from the Jeff Green? Like, that's I, who yes, I think Austin Rivers closes a lot of these games. I, I could see that too. I think you see Jeff yeah. Green on the bench in the final five. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, me. Austin Rivers is is by far like the Nuggets' best on ball guy. By the way, after trying to talk myself into um, the, them sort of not being on a string and things being kind of choppy. Yeah, Clay scored 40 tonight. He had a good night. <laughs> and he told the media, I feel like I'm back. Great. The consistency in the big games hadn't been there, but I'm back. 
So, right. okay, we can cross one of those things off the list. He scored 30, Clay's like back. three straight games, yeah. like, I feel like. I think he finishes average 20 after post his return. Yeah. yeah, so. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Different play style for him, but he's hitting shots now. <laughs> Let's hit another break. We got a rounding association to get to. We've got some super chats to get to on the other Let's side go. here. We'll uh, wrap the show up Woo! in style. That's why you're happy. <laughs> <laughs> Want a fast, uh, optimal fast sleep? Jesus. Yes, I want all that. All right, let's start over. <laughs> Give it to me. Let's just start from the top. Light Shade is Colorado's premier dispensary. They have 11 locations now. 11! The 11th location on 6th and Federal is the biggest location. They carry products that the other locations don't, but you can get Wana products in all of these locations. Need to catch up on some shut-eye after the big game. No matter when you take them, this well-rounded recipe will leave you feeling rested and refreshed in the morning. Over-the-counter pharmaceuticals knock you out with powerful drugs that leave you in a fog, but Wana Optimal's fast-asleep gummies offer a holistic plant-based solution that tackles the root causes of sleeplessness, like stress and pain. Where can you find it? At Lightshade, and how much does it cost you? 25% less than it should. Use Damn. promo code DNVR. You're going to get 25% off. Not just once, not just twice, but every time you go in. And that's pretty cool to me. Uh, the <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> your, low energy effort. Your Colorado rugby team has rebranded <laughs> again, but this one is here to stay. The rugby club composed of crossover athletes ended their first season at 5-5. Five and five. Pretty great for former athletes coming together for the first time and putting their skills to the test. If you haven't heard of the American Raptors, they are Rugby Town USA's newest rugby team. Athletes who have competed at the highest level of their respective sports. Now they're trying out rugby, and uh, we let you know during every read, but if you didn't know, Glendale, Colorado is actually Rugby Town, USA. It is. One of the thriving bright spots of rugby culture here in America, the United States of America. So check it out. And if you've always wanted to learn more about this game, uh, check out the DNVR Rugby Podcast hosted once a week by Colton Strickler, available wherever podcasts are available. Check it out. All right. We are back here. DNVR Nuggets Podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. When you sign up for DraftKings Sportsbook, use the code DNVR. And uh, download the app, get some great deals with that. Uh, let's hit Super Chats. Let's do it. Can we hit some Super Chats here? We got one we missed from the pregame We did miss one. It came in at the buzzer. Sorry about it, uh, Morena. Thanks for talking us through this season. You know what? That's... That's why we're here. That is why we're here. To That's talk literally you through why we're the here. season. It's also, we've also talked you down. Uh, yes. We've also made things much worse often. But we've, all along, we've panic. most of all, we, we've gone through <laughs> the season with us talking. And into the postseason, five minutes of postseason action. Yes, we're already out. into it. <laughs> already into the postseason. <laughs> do, do you guys, real quick, you guys want a Frank Vogel update? Obviously, yes. he did speak there, to I, I, I know I said this at the top of the show. That's a bullshit move from the Lakers, man. So Frank, The guy won a freaking championship for you so two he, years ago. He found out. Via the That's grapevine so on his way to the press conference after a win in the last uh, game of the season. When he was told about it, he said, quote, I haven't been told shit. Good. Good for <laughs> you, Frank. I mean, well, who cares at this point, right? Like, No, uh, but the next, like, coaches should know what taking this Lakers job right now is. It's just disrespectful, man. It's 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 just disrespectful. He won a title. Yeah. <laughs> the Frank Vogel thing. Dude, they want a title. They want it's, a title. You know, yeah. I feel bad for him. No, I don't. I don't care. Uh, Frank Vogel <laughs> got a free ring. Uh, he just showed up. It was LeBron James. He didn't do shit in that playoff run. Uh, I don't care that he got fired in, in terrible fashion. He was a jerk during the two. Like, I hated his demeanor during the He was the not bubble. a jerk? Yeah, I did. I what? Hated, I hated Frank him Vogel? The yes, I hated him. You think of Terry Stotts? No. <laughs> I didn't like him during the bubble. I don't care that he got fired this way. Frank Vogel's just he's a, he's a nice man. He's a nice person. As a coach or as a player, this is how it should end. See he did not go ring chasing. He was like their fifth choice for a head coach first they of all. They underpaid him. You just said just see got you in shit hell. on him for the last three years. Didn't won know. a championship. And gets fired here. before he even walks off I the don't court. Care. Game 82. <laughs> That's a move that a franchise like the Lakers Well, Frank, I mean, it also, yes obviously illuminates what a terrible franchise the Lakers are. It's Bush they League. Are, it is the most. And now they're in the era of the LeBron James's version of the Lakers, which I think makes them more Bush League. Yeah. Um, so good. Everyone involved in that should be shamed and have uh, bad thoughts, bad dreams. 
and uh, <laughs> they should feel bad about themselves. Well, keep the salmon on because Doc Rivers is moving to L.A. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, let's that. keep going with the Super Chats. Uh, Aron, Aaron, uh, new tea looks clean. Definitely copying it. Legend. Thanks, Damn right. Man. Thanks, man. It is it is super clean. I have one to thing say. That, the yeah, one thing I was saying, I will, I will. This is my promise to anyone that orders a shirt. Here we go. They will show up fresh and clean, washed, no stains on them, as clean as they can get, as far as a t-shirt. <laughs> That's what you mean, right? They're super clean. They're my so clean. my first real artist friend is a true pain in the ass. <laughs> are you talking brand. about me? We are yeah. not friends. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, man. Uh, this is from <laughs> Abel here. Just glad we got to see Zeke, Vlatko, and Marcus play. Good yeah. hustle. Love those guys. Nuggets in three. Good super Nuggets chat. in three. Marcus, man. I mean, what Marcus did tonight was the least surprising thing ever. He came out gunning. It's true. That's what we were hoping. That was what my wish was. It was. Go nuclear. It was. Well, if you give him any type of minutes, that is what you're going to get from Oh, him. yeah. You knew Marcus it was Marcus is who Marcus is. And for him to stay, he's always game ready. He's always shot ready. He's, he's going to shoot it ready. no matter what. And, he's always got it, his hands ready. And he's always going to make them. It just seems like every time you give him minutes, he makes the best of those minutes. He's going to score. Except for he down will the try stretch. to score. That's the one time. <laughs> he will put the ball into the air. I know. Uh, uh, from David, cheers to a good season. Jokic, Bones, AG, and DNVR were the best storylines. What's up, D-Line? What's what up, Pony? My man David, let's go. Let's nobody, go. nobody understands me like our super chatters. I will say, nobody on this this set for sure. Dude, I don't know what I would have done this season without <laughs> Bones Highland. Like to be totally Yo, honest, I, see, I mean, what would we have done well, without we would Bones? Have, I mean, man. Jokic obviously. We would have. Uh, yeah. Uh, we would have Jokic and then absolutely nothing else. Bones was the most exciting thing to come out of the season. He's the thing that gives you most uh, excitement for the Nuggets moving forward. Um, because yeah, like Zeke Naji was sort of like getting us in that kind of, in that place a little I bit. I mean, Zeke fell. can't really turn up like Bones though. <laughs> no, but there was a while where we were like, man, Zeke Naji is easily our best three point Can shooter. you imagine Zeke? Mile High City, baby. <laughs> he's like, uh, but he just plays it on a keyboard. Yeah, Mile High City, baby. <laughs> yeah, Bones was like, a can you do that? Godsend. <laughs> but like, what makes me like so happy about that is just to think about like the happiness that I've got from mm. Jamal Murray when he blows up and. Michael Porter Jr., yeah, Mike was like the highs of last year. And then you have Jokic. And now mm. you add another guy that you just get to smirk for the entirety of the game because yeah. you're going to have, you know, sometimes they're going to be playing at the same time, but there's always gonna, there's also going to be minutes that you could just offset. So now all Nuggets games moving forward are just going to be exciting. Eric, are you ready for next year? Whoa, Ooh. next year? Uh, I'm, ready for, the, I'm ready for the playoffs. Yeah, We're but only they're not five the same in. minutes. We, we want, uh, yeah. Am I excited to have Jamal Murray? I can't MPJ, do this right now. I, do, I can't. Jokic, Bones Highland. <laughs> I can't do this right now. Uh, from <laughs> Jordan, week. you guys have kept me engaged as a geriatric, geriatric millennial who, when the club won't, <laughs> <laughs> amen. The DMVR crew uh, needs to sit back and enjoy the wins you've posted. Well, enjoy that win that, that you just that's posted. Dope. Every time Appreciate I've heard the Jordan. word geriatric, I think that another word comes after that, and it's never been millennial. Yeah, that's so, the first. Like, that was, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we are what? getting older, though. Uh, a geriatric millennial is um, just the old version of a millennial. It's it's play, like people that are like in their 30... Like me, well, maybe it's like it's Dev. Like, it's like the it's like the guys that are like on the very top end of being a millennial. Yeah, probably you too. I think it's Harrison. Actually, yeah. oh, God. you two are probably both geriatric millennials. I'm simply geriatric, and uh, is that? And then are you? Are you? Where are you? Uh, I am Gen X. Yeah, yeah. You, I'm me and Boomer. Jeff Morton. I'm a millennial. <laughs> <laughs> me and Jeff Morton. Then where we just sit around, we go. Oh, everything. Do you remember better. when things used to uh, be? From CTOD, things. go super chat. Yeah. What a great super chat. Yeah, that's just straight to the point. High efficiency, low volume. From our guy, Ray, uh, I've let all my pain go and found joy in what may be the most memorable game of this <laughs> Nuggets season. Vladdy season. Vladdy season. Vladdy season. Dude, that's the thing about this game we were saying. Like, if you were just completely unknowing and you came back knowing this game happened, somebody's like, dude, the two 
Nuggets we were that were out for most of the season came back tonight. Vlatko Cheshire, <laughs> Zeke Naji. Yeah. Uh, we just don't get it. Yeah. We don't get. We just we're not eligible for for good things to happen. This one is from Jarrett. We was already talked. Uh, was already taking a trip to San Francisco. Just secured tickets to Game One. What? Roughly two and a half hours after the twenty-one hour yeah. drive. I'll see you there, Jarrett. Watch I'll out for see traffic. You yeah. You want to meet in the, uh, I don't even know, Chase, the, in the, the Salesforce lounge. <laughs> the, the annex perch. <laughs> the Oracle something. <laughs> uh, from our girl Molly. Thanks for a great season, uh, fellas, Molly. and chat. Bubba needs a buddy. Go donate for back-to-back therapy horses. Let's go. Molly put this on Twitter today. Yes. We're sponsoring another therapy horse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, back-to-back seasons for the back-to-back MVP. I think we're at the end. We're going to have like a therapy. What's a group of horses called? A therapy. Is that right? Even like a. No, a wild would be a herd. A herd. It wouldn't be a pack. Therapy herd. I think it's a pack. A therapy pack. No one knows what they're talking about. Everyone's throwing out things they think. Just have some therapy with some horses. We're gonna have a therapy. Only you're allowed to say that. And the Nuggets are working to let those horses um, come in and and call a game next season too. Yeah. That's gonna be fun. Yeah, we'll set them up with yeah, some mics. Okay, several terms. What what are they? A team, a harass. Okay, a we're gonna rag. have a therapy team, a therapy harass, a therapy, a therapy rag. I say we just go with stable. <laughs> even therapy rag. Right. <laughs> Let's go stable. Can uh, we just say gaggle? Even though that's not. I correct. Got, I like the therapy. Uh, I guess I guess stable. Yeah, stable's easiest. <laughs> People know what we're stable. talking about. All right. All right, uh, from Rashad. Uh, Super chat, random, but a lifelong fan who grew up in Sacramento, California. Sacramento, California. Me and my girlfriend are coming down for a playoff game Congrats in Denver a couple weeks from now. Hope to catch a game with the bar oh. along with Ball, Ball Arena. Arena. Yo, go. if you're going to catch a game and then come to the DNVR bar or watch a game with the DNVR bar, game three, you're going to want to be here. I can't say why yet, but you're going to want to be. Hit us up. Hit us up, too. Let us also, know when you make the trip. Also, um, those playoff games are going to be fucking lit. It's going to be ridiculous. People get here early. It is standing oh, room only. This is like when we realized like, the true power of this place was last playoff run when it was just pure energy, pure, like just screaming. Yeah. We've got the Austin Rivers team. I remember I walked in to do the pregame show, I think before game three of the Portland series. Walked in with my fiance and this group of guys in the corner just start chanting my name. Yeah. <laughs> and yep. she was like, what the hell is happening? Like, yeah. This is my life. Yeah. yeah. You're like, <laughs> this is what it's like for us here. You're <laughs> like, I'm a celebrity. Yeah. So that's how that works. <laughs> yeah. Playoffs are incredible here. Uh, this comes from big Namek. Nice. Uh, I confuse Vogel for Joe from impractical jokers. <laughs> I get that one. reference. Yeah. I get that one too. That's a good yeah. one. He does kind of look like All him. Right, I'll, I'll trust you guys on that. <laughs> you never saw in practice. No. Maybe is, was that was this part of a, a prank of him walking up and being fired and he doesn't know it yet? <laughs> it's like a hilarious. All right, hilarious Frank. Bit. Okay, now Joe. Now What's say that? you hadn't heard shit. <laughs> now approach the bench. <laughs> Answer the, questions as though you were. Works. Oh my uh, this is from Jordan. Didn't see the game. My. You're lucky. Uh, like most of the 82, absolutely tragic having suffered through the LaFrance, Posey, oh. and Skeeta eras. Shout out to P. Lauderdale. Okay. P. Lauderdale. Yeah, that's flying right over Philip my head. Philip Lauderdale. Yeah. <laughs> Are there any P. other? P. Lauderdale. I think that that is unrelated. You're going to have to let us know in the chat. Yeah, I think that's unrelated to anything we've got going okay. on. I think that just he has a uh, This is P. from Lauderdale. You Know. Thinking of Will Barton chasing yeah. and fighting oh. Clay Thompson around screens is giving me ulcers. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not looking forward me to that too, either. Me too, actually. Yep. Look, man. What is Prince Lauderdale? I maybe he was a player. I don't know. Adam is. Um, he's not part of the show, but he's watching the show and chiming in. So, look, man. Will, <laughs> Wait, take your I'll, night I'll say off, this Adam. about Will Barton. He's had a tough season. We've been tough on him. I think deservingly. Like he just has not been great. He could erase all that with a huge playoffs. Am I confident it's going to happen? No. no, but he could have a couple big games and kind of change the narrative on his season a little bit. 
I am not confident in him chasing those screens, though. No, you know definitely right. not. You know, right. definitely not. Just nightmares. He's probably just having nightmares right now while he's still up. Just thinking yeah. about that. I mean, series. Denver's gonna, gonna need well. a lot from him. That that's for. I'm glad that they get some time to rest because it's it's gonna be rough. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Uh, this one comes from THTR two zero one. Do you guys think Mac McClung should get MVP <laughs> consideration or at least be in the conversation? I don't know. I yeah. said Mac McClung. He should have went with Reeves or oh, Malik Monk. He's definitely in the conversation. Yeah. Austin Reeves. I mean, was. Mac McClung is just going to replace Austin Reeves as the white guy that gets run for the Lakers next year. Someone tweeted that McClung foul on Davon Reed was racially motivated. <laughs> there was something to it. Mac McClung was going hard. Was going there hard. wasn't. I'm joking. Uh, G League MVP, I think, Mac McClung. Did you guys see who got uh, G League Defensive Player of the Year? We did yes. not. Yes. Shaquille Harrison. Dude, mm-hmm. let's fucking go. Shaq Harrison. Can we sign him for the playoffs? That guy's Yo. crazy. Can we sign him for the playoffs? Like we need to. I just I'm, I'm reiterating that. Yeah. Can we can that happen? Like, can we get a lockdown perimeter? Hey man, defender? he turned the momentum of that Blazers game last year. All right, a couple more super chats here. This one comes from uh, Joel. Flash Joel the Jake. sneaker game, fellas. Thanks uh, for another great season. I brought out my good Air Maxes tonight. I've got a brand new pair of Air Maxes. This is a new model. Yeah. I didn't know that. I haven't seen those. Before. Priest Lauderdale played for the Denver Nuggets in yeah, 97 Priest to 98. Adam Damn. started off I can't by shaving us and that saying one. it was Prince Lauderdale, yeah. making a fool of himself in Priest the Lauderdale. This guy played one season, so that's a deep cut. What were his numbers? Uh, good question. I uh, thought you had him. I'll let you know. Uh, okay. A couple more Super Chats here. Uh, this one comes from Ezra. Thanks for a great season, guys, from Chicago and a diehard Denver fan. Let's Been go. riding with you guys for a few years now. Love this Nuggets family. We love you too, Ezra. Thank you, Ezra. Honestly, that's like the uh, – uh, so we've put a lot of our lives into this. Like yes. A lot of our time. All of our personal relationships have fallen, fallen and faltered. Yeah. Uh, none of us have anything to show for our lives outside of this. My girlfriend hates me. Our, your girlfriend hates me. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just it's like related. when people, it, when it means something to people, it just, I don't know, it makes it all worth it. It's just like so cool. People come up here every, you know, most games, shake our hands, sit on the couch, take a picture. And it's like cool. It's like. You know, I mean, Was it, uh, Ben and Camille that we met tonight. Yes, yeah. Shout out, shout out them. Um, anytime you come through here, please come upstairs. We will absolutely uh, talk to you. I mean, uh, the notion that uh, we would be unapproachable in any, uh, in any way is hilarious. By the um, way, Eric. 97 98 priest Lauderdale, 8.8 minutes per game, 3.7 points per game. Oh, okay. so like a um, Peter like Cornelie, a Faku type, like a Pat Connolly, like a Sonny Weems type of player. Yeah, yeah, mm, yeah. Sonny Weems. Yeah. That's a good one. one. Uh, This one's from Justin. Great season, DNVR. Looking forward to the playoffs. Go Go Nuggets! Nuggets! Yes, sir. Love it, Justin. Thank Thank you, you, man. Thank you. Um, All right. Let's wrap up with some Around the Association. Quick little segment. uh, Catch up with what's going on throughout the league. I just really want to talk about one game. The one we just watched? No. Oh, I got five to ten more minutes. That on would that. actually be Not awesome if we one. only talked about this game during the around the association. We're like, oh, Denver <laughs> played L.A. Tonight. The Nuggets played the Lakers tonight. They rested all their starters. <laughs> um, have you guys seen the Oklahoma City Thunder box score tonight? No. I've seen a lot of tank jobs in my day. <laughs> I might have never seen a game like this. The Thunder lost tonight to the Clippers by. 50 points. Oh, my God. 5-0. 50 sick, points. Sick, sick, They played six players. Jesus. The Thunder did. One of them, Isaiah Roby, only played 18 minutes. So they really just played five guys. Five guys, five guys played 40 or more minutes. You've never heard of any of them. Maybe Melvin Frazier. What are the Thunder? They're just this. They're just vibes is really what they Dude, are. They're, they're like, terrible vibes. They're, Sam Presti's just vibing out with a bunch of draft picks. <laughs> really just playing five guys. In like the pair of brutal when they orange lose glasses. Like Box scores is minus 50, minus 50, minus 48, <laughs> minus 40. I've, I've never <laughs> seen is, a tank job like this. Wow. Guy. But like what? Like really? Shouldn't this be a time when the Thunder like playing all their exciting young players well, and their building? Alexi like, Pokashevsky, too good to play tonight. What is too this good. team? 
Like, what is that stupid Just spot? wait till Sam Presti rips a line of coke and trades SGA for six first-round picks. Yeah, and, it's, he, and then they get to be like the Boston just Celtics where they had... Bloodshot eyes. Just, they had the picks for, it for years and years <laughs> yeah. and then just like never turn anything. I yep. hate that. What a terrible story. Sam Presti, you're a criminal. Yeah. I don't know if he does coke, guys. Don't quote me. <laughs> he Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> don't quote me. I also want to talk about this game. The 76ers beat the Pistons tonight. Did you see Doc Rivers's? press conference or any of the videos from that i'm i'm legitimately worried and excited to see what's going to happen to the city of philadelphia when joel and b does not win mvp and they lose in the first rounds of the raptors oh I'm, I'm excited and also a little bit scared for them i mean listen i've seen it they're gonna hit each other with some two by fours there's gonna be some violence in the street they're gonna be like whatever it's bird season anyway uh, yeah. go birds <laughs> go birds <laughs> go birds Darren's going to kill us all. <laughs> Easy. No hey, question. Darren, can I have a shot? just throws a knife at your face. No, he shoots you. Yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Warriors beat the Pelicans tonight, 128-107. Like we were talking about earlier, Clay Thompson had a big game, 41 points. Jordan Poole Sick. had 22 points, 4-9 from three. Warriors played most of their guys tonight, except for Andrew Wiggins and uh, Iguodala. Oh, th- dude, that's another... Angle Let, I to mean, this series, this, man. Igadala. This is the Ugh. number. This is the number one angle to the series. Yeah, not the current matchups, the players on the floor. This is a poetic justice potential series <sighs> that the Nuggets are going Just into as the six seed last time against the three seed. Mm-hmm. Formerly, were the three seed lost to the six seed. Uh, Andre Iguodala showed his true colors as the mole that we all know him to be. If now. I hear any Nuggets players going to chapel with Andre Iguodala, you're out the club. Out <laughs> the club. But it is our chance to deliver uh, a slice of cold revenge to the Warriors and treat, give them the, the treatment that they gave to us when I was so excited with that three seed. Um, when you were telling everybody about this Denver telling Nuggets everybody, basketball team. And then I told them to, to just all, I'd get back to them. Just don't worry about it. But, you know, like, Yoke, I don't know. I, I love where Jokic is at right now. I love where he's at. I, I'm not going to count any part of this uh, Nuggets uh, team out until I see Nikola Jokic falter, which I, I just have never seen it happen. So mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't be expect. I'm not expecting anything like that to happen anytime soon. Um, but, man, I just can't, I don't know. There's just a karmic retribution that is on the table, and I cannot wait for it. It feels, it feels like it's supposed to happen. Okay. Uh, the Mavericks beat the Spurs tonight. The big news from this one, Luka Doncic sprained his calf in the second half of a game that ended up to be kind of meaningless. Um, that, that could have major implications for, for the first round. The Mavs are going to be playing the Utah Jazz, so we'll see what happens with that. Yeah, it's easy to like just look at it in hindsight when your guy gets hurt in what you, you know would say is a meaningless game. Um, but really, this is a game that he was not supposed to be playing in, and then like the technical foul got rescinded. So, oh yeah, that's like, right. Like, he was supposed it. to be suspended for this yeah. game. You're like, damn. Like, if he would have been suspended, it would have been okay. Like, really, nothing changed in this game. Um, so, it, it really is like just a tough break for a team. Yeah, and we don't know what like if he's actually actually hurt, but he did not come back into this game. Yeah. Um. All right, I don't really want to go around the association anymore, <laughs> unless you guys. This know. was a shameful day for the association. The last day of the se- of the season. Any any parting thoughts? Listen, guys, it's been a quite the season. <laughs> it's been quite the season. We've been given a lot. We've been a lot has been taken from us. But at the end of the day, we are blessed with the best player in the NBA, the best player in the universe, Nikola Jokic. Uh, we have a chance to see him go and perform at another high level. Every time that the stakes are turned up, like he shows up more and more convincingly. Mm-hmm. I just cannot wait to see what's in store uh, and what he has for the sham of a center position that the Golden State Warriors have presented the NBA with. But I, I just, I, I just think he's gonna, just going to absolutely eat their lunch. It just all really is going to come down to whether or not the Warriors can get hot from deep consistently and we've not seen that in a long time final thought dev yeah my final thought is that um you know the guys are gonna go at 2 30 every single day this week and they're gonna dig into this series you know that's what adam told me to tell you us guys, guys us yeah, us, yeah. us three the guys and the, adam yes yeah the we guys have the full week off that. so shows every single day 2 30 p.m mountain time live 
from the bar. <laughs> and George maybe. Carl's on Wednesday as well. Oh, we'll, he is. We'll yes. preview the series. Maybe you'll hear from the Warriors' perspective as well. We'll see what you can do for you guys. Uh, here. We're gonna make George Carl talk about that 2013 that's, series. That's right. And there's a shirt. There's a shirt. There's a shirt. Get and the there's shirt, the, shirt. the shirt. Buy that shirt. shirt. DNVRLocker.com right now. Vote anything before we get out of here. Uh, I love every single one of you. Oh, there we me, go. Me too. There we yeah, go, man. Oh, hell yeah. Thanks for hanging no with joke. us through 82 games, 82 pregame lounges and postgame lounges. We made it. Now we're into the postseason. Yeah. Is this our third season together? We made it yes. three seasons. This is together our now? third season together. Keeps getting better and better. Except I mean, I'm team. just about done, but <laughs> yeah, I know. I was gonna say, like, <laughs> yeah, like, like Dev was saying, shows this week every day. Uh, 2.30 p.m. Mountain Time, live on YouTube. Subscribe to the DNVR YouTube channel so you'll know whenever we go live, we'll be right here breaking down this series from all angles. Talk to you guys then. Thanks for hanging with us. Let's go. Burr, 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 burr.